Welcome back to The Business Report. I'm David Bishop. The end of the year is coming up and with that, of course, mandatory SIM card registration. Tonight, I'm speaking to Hilia Mani, Manager for Consumer Relations and Advocacy and Maria Oshona, Manager for Dispute Resolution and Enforcement. And they are both, of course, from CRAN. Good evening, ladies. Good evening, David. So, Start us off, maybe it seems like an obvious answer and we know what the acronym stands for, the Communications Regulatory Authority of Namibia, but who and what is CRAN? So CRAN is a regulator. We regulate telecommunications services, broadcasting services and postal services. So literally we issue operating licenses to the telecoms, uh, MTC, radio stations, television stations, internet service providers, yeah. Okay. So that kind of explains if you you regulating the telecoms, why you're involved in SIM card regulations, because some people might wonder, you know, why is a communications regulator getting involved with SIM cards? Isn't that, you know, the ambit of the actual providers themselves? Uh, tell us, though, what actually prompted the SIM card registration? Okay, um, so that will then probably this the answer to this question will also tell you why we are involved yeah. in um, this whole SIM card registration campaign. So the Ministry of MICT, who is obviously the overall mm-hmm. <laughs> person responsible for information and communication technology in the country, they uh, published regulations in 2021. Uh, by publishing these regulations, they then kick-started the um, implementation of Part 6 of the Communications Act. Now, this Part 6 of the Communication Act of the Communication Act requires that all service providers gather certain information from their customers. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this part was not in effect yet, and it's new. It comes with a, a start date. It comes with a deadline. So we feel that it's also just res- important and responsible from our part from our, from us as screen to play our part just to raise awareness about this and just to encourage Namibians and everybody to register their SIM cards because obviously this has a, a, a end date. Mm. Yeah. So it, I'm keeping you there quickly as, yeah. as the lawyer because you, you mentioned, I mean, it makes a bit more sense then, you know, the banks also do a know your customer type yeah. thing where you have to let people know. And I mean, previously, you could just go to any supermarket and pick up a, a SIM card mm. and nobody necessarily knows who that SIM card belongs to. Uh, what What is the process, though, of knowing who owns a SIM card and why is it actually important? So for banks, you can sort of understand that they need to know who yeah. they're dealing with because you're dealing with money and stuff. But some people might say, well, you know, I'm just a tourist coming into the country buying a SIM card for the, the two weeks that I'm here. Why does it matter that you know who I am? What you would actually find interesting is that most of the tourists will not have a problem with this because Namibia is actually playing catch up. Okay. Uh, the rest of the world is already at SIM card registration. You can't just go in other countries and use a SIM card. You need to have that SIM card registered. So we are actually playing catch up. So one of the uh, what you need to understand is that uh, the world is moving into a specific direction mm-hmm. where your cell phone number is your identity. So what we are trying to do is to have that identity set up because going forward there will be all these. Um, 
uh, uh, fintech and e-commerce mm. applications that are coming up that are actually going to require just the use of your cell phone number. You have this information captured and this can identify you as a person it belongs to as an, to an individual. Right now, SIM card num- numbers are all over. Mm. In, they are not registered. Today you use this number, tomorrow use this number. And I still have to ask, who are you? But with SIM card registration, it will be easier to know who this number belongs to and who is this person who did what. Mm. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. But what do you say to the people who are concerned uh, about mm. you having this information about them and about the fact that by having the SIM cards registered, you can maybe track their phone calls, you can see what they're getting up to? Okay. So this question comes up a lot. Mm. But what you need to understand is what the regulations brought into force is we want to know your name. Mm-hmm. We want to know your residential address. And we just need to capture your identity and national documents so we have this on record. Mm. And this number can be registered to you. That is all that these regulations brought into place. Now, whether our service providers can track who you called what you, uh, uh, who you sent a message to when you made a phone call, that has always been possible. Mm. And, that, and, and whether that information can be used further than uh, just the records of the service provider is not within the Communications Act. I think this is where we move to the Intelligence okay. Act, and that is beyond us. Mm. What we brought into place is that we want the service provider to retain this information should it ever be required. The other information that people are actually concerned about is not what was brought into existence by these regulations. Okay. It was already in existence. I think a lot of people know this, that um, police um, uh, uh, agencies or protection security agencies can actually apply to court to get this information. We have not touched that. That has always been there. These regulations... Do not touch that aspect at all. It just makes it compulsory for service provider to retain the information of the customer's name, their residentials, and their identification documents. So you, you're saying those three things repeatedly there. All you require is the name, the residential or postal address, and the identity document. Yes. But there were cases uh, that we saw people complaining about on social media, uh, and I think Cran did actually issue a statement back mm-hmm. then, of certain providers wanting more, wanting biometric data as well. And people were very concerned about that. That's correct. Yes. There were situations as that. And um, we can actually name the service provider. It was MTC that was asking for biometrics data. And MTC also released the statement after that. They said, uh, yes, it was. it's not compulsory mm. in terms of the regulations that we collect biometrics data. However, because of our business plans and where we see this business going, we want to start introducing the collection of biometrics data for other purposes, not necessarily for the SIM registration mm. campaign. And they also indicated that going forward, after they released that statement, the uh, consumers are actually requested when they go register whether they, whether they want their biometrics captured or not, and they are given that option. Okay, so it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that they were being forced to either. Yes. Okay. Mm. Speaking of being forced to, though, uh, I started off the whole segment saying that the deadline is <laughs> looming, uh, and you you have to. I mean, you're saying you're being forced sounds a bit negative, but we do have a deadline. You have to have your SIM card registered mm-hmm. by a certain time. Mm. When exactly is that? 
And what exactly happens after that date if I haven't registered my SIM card? Okay, so you have to register by the 31st of December 2023. So you got the rest of this year. There's not that much time left. There's not much time left. And if you look at the statistics that were released by uh, um, by Crane with regards to how many numbers were registered so far in June, it's quite concerning. Mm-hmm. However, we all know that the minister recently said that there will be no extension. So we need to register our SIM cards by the 31st of December 2023. If you do not register your SIM card, okay, so you're going to get cut off. Hmm. 31 December, you get cut off. And then if you try to use that SIM card or that number right after 31 December, you will get a message, if as far as it's possible, by your service provider telling you that this number is suspended, please come and register in order to use it. But they, they can only do that for three months. Hmm. After those three months, that's it. You can never go claim that number. It's gone. It goes back into the roster. But one thing I need to always say is that you need to be concerned. You know, we like last minute things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's a really big concern where a lot of people are like, I'll just wait for those three months. Uh, But you will not be the only one. And will the service providers be able to handle the capacity mm. that will flow in after three months? If you think the queues are long now, (laughs) wait for the three months and then what? Are there any sort of plans for activations of a sort uh, before the end of the year, we've got Vintage Show, uh, people going down to the coast. Uh, you know, are, are you guys planning on doing anything to try and encourage people a bit more? Okay, so we have actually been doing that all this time. We were at the Ngodiva Trade Fair in August. Unfortunately, we don't exhibit in Winduk at the Winduk show because okay. our officers are stationed mm. here in Winduk. But however, we create awareness on our social media platforms. We have opportunities like there's radio interviews, television interviews, and we are going to be at the coast in Valfuspai as well in October to create awareness further. Uh, but all in all, our social media platforms, uh, consumers can visit us on Crane. On Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay. A couple of questions then in terms of registration uh, and and national identity documents. Uh, My son hasn't got a cell phone yet. He's starting to put the pressure there, but it'll be a while. Uh, but, But there are youngsters who have cell phones already. Their parents need to be able to get in touch with them, but they might not be old enough yet, they might not be 16 and, and have a, an identity document. Uh, so what do you do in that case? And then also in the case where I perhaps have two different cell phones because I, I use one for work and I can switch that one off after hours. And, you know, am I allowed to register more than one SIM card in my name? Okay, for minors, they can be accompanied, accompanied by a guardian or say a trusted person in the community, say your teacher, um, a church leader or any person that is responsible or guiding their child until the child turns 18 and get an ID, then the child can uh, switch to their own uh, um, ID. As for number of SIM cards, uh, there's no limit to how many SIM cards that you can register to your one ID. Okay. You can register as many as possible. And also what consumers need to know is that um, SIM registration is only for prepaid customers. Oh. And not postpaid customers. 
Okay. Yes. Well, I suppose you are postpaid. Yes. The company has all your details already. That's correct. Uh, in terms of, of being vouched for, the, the miners that get vouched for, we also know there have been a lot of news stories recently about how many Namibians haven't got any form of identity document. They don't even have birth certificates. So can that process also be followed for those people? Uh, say, I don't have any form of identification. Can someone in the community vouch for me there? Yes, they can. Actually, I think uh, there are things like birth certificates. There's um, confirmation certificates from your uh, church uh, church, or, yeah, there are all the type of actually identification documents that you get from home office. Okay. You can make use of that. All right. Mm-hmm. And then just one question that sort of come to my mind now, uh, I should have probably asked it earlier, but after the deadline, you know, say somebody says, well, that's fine. They can just cut off my number. I'll get a new one you're not going to be able to get a new SIM without providing all these details in the future, I assume. What happens if you, you know, like I say, we, we now see them for sale at the, at the tills in the supermarkets. Uh, how will the sale of SIM cards change after this? Okay, so as of 1st of April this year, all the SIM cards that are sold in streets by vendors or even just in shops have been deactivated. Okay. So meaning when you buy this number, you first need to register it for it to be activated. So even if you go at pep stores or any vendor in the street and you buy the SIM card, it's just a card that you are buying, but you can do nothing with it basically until you register it. Okay. How how does one register it? Uh, do you have to go to the service provider directly or is there an online portal that can be used? You go to the service providers in person with your ID, proof of residence, and they register you there. Okay. Yep. Well, that sounds uh, fair enough. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for coming in. And like we said, there is a deadline. It is approaching. If you haven't registered your SIM yet, you might just have to do that. Otherwise, you're not making any phone calls come next year. And they don't want to lose their numbers. <laughs> thank exactly. you, David. Thank you very much. <laughs>